people completely underestimate the power of their mind. If you catch yourself ruminating in a negative way, for example, if you hear yourself saying, I think I'm getting sick, what you want to do is every day in every way I'm getting healthier. And in that way, you're telling your immune system to dial itself up. Hey, it's Carla Rieger from the Artistry of Change and Mind Story Academy, and we'd like to present the Successful Life Podcast. Discover mindset secrets for success in business and life. Hey, everyone, it's Carla Rieger, and this is part five of the five part Pentata meditation process. So, part five is intention setting. So intention is very powerful. People don't realize that one of the most powerful tools you have is the combination of intention and imagination. And anything that you've manifested in your life that's been you know, a bit challenging for you to achieve, it was the combination of your intention and your imagination at work. And then the outside world tends to magnetize and form into those things that you have mentally rehearsed. Now, what do I mean by a mental rehearsal? Well, professional athletes have been doing it for decades. It's where a coach will work with them and they found that if they mentally thought through making the basket or getting the hole in one, as well as practiced on the course, that they would be far more likely to be successful than if they just practiced. Because your subconscious mind can't actually tell the difference between what you're imagining and what you're actually doing. So you might as well use your imagination to good purposes. And instead, what most people do is they use their imagination in a bad way. They'll catastrophize and worry about what they don't want to have happen, running out of money or getting in an accident or losing their health or losing a loved one or not getting their project done on time. And then the adrenaline starts to go into the body and the muscles get tense. And often people don't realize that they're doing that. It's sort of happening just below their awareness, but all they're noticing is that they're tense and that their jaw is tight and their stomach's in a knot or they're not sleeping well. So chances are you're using your imagination in destructive ways. So what you wanna do is just train your imagination to work in constructive ways, to stop yourself and imagine what you do want. So if you wake up in the morning and you're worried about all the things you have to get done or you have an important meeting coming up, so what you do is you stop and you do your meditation. And part of this is imagining what you do want to have happen. You know, if you have an important meeting coming up or interview, you imagine yourself feeling calm and centered and confident and being articulate and in a great state of mind and things going really well, you know, things within your power. And of course, the likelihood of it turning out well is much higher than if you are mentally rehearsing it going badly. Now, I know that makes logical sense, but people strangely do that all the time. <laughs> and they actually don't even know that they're doing it. It's just, as I said, happening below the surface. So 
if you practice these mental rehearsals in your meditation regularly, you'll start to just do that as a default. You'll be lying in bed at night, you, you know, you can't sleep because you're worried about something. You'll just train your mind to start thinking about what you do want. You know, money flowing into your bank accounts and covering all your expenses or getting healthy and staying healthy and imagining it in detail using all your senses. So I'll give you a few examples. I always used to teach this with my public speaking clients because that seems to be something that makes people catastrophize like crazy before they get on stage. And not just news speakers, people who are being paid very well or it's a high stakes situation where they're pitching an offer or they're getting you know, fundraisers for their business and they have to be good, right? And so the pressure's on if they don't do well. And so they tend to catastrophize about it going badly. And so in those cases, you know, you would just mentally rehearse how you wanna feel, how you wanna sound, how you wanna look, and you can actually mentally rehearse how you want the other people to respond. <laughs> and the likelihood that it's going to turn out well goes up dramatically. Is it foolproof? No, because there's other factors involved, but it's better than catastrophizing about it because what you focus on grows. So you do a mental rehearsal about how you want your day to go, especially any part of your day that you're concerned might go off the rails and it can just be driving through traffic and making it to your job or a meeting on time. It could be, you know, sometimes people have inner conflict about how to spend their day, especially if you work from home, you have your own business and you easily get distracted. You're going here, you're going there, you're not focused on the important tasks. So you just mentally rehearse yourself focused on the important tasks and getting them done and finishing your day being energized. So that's all you would do there. You can also mentally rehearse how you want your life to look three years from now. And you can think about the five key areas of life, finances, health, emotional and mental health, family and relationships, a spiritual life or sense of fulfillment or any volunteer work or giving back that you wanna be doing. So just gonna go through those five areas of life and imagine how you want it to be. And you can write all this out so it just prompts you to remember, oh yes, I wanna have you know this much money saved away, I wanna be living in this kind of home, I want this kind of relationship with friends and family, and I wanna be feeling healthy and fit and slender or whatever it is. People overestimate what they can accomplish in a week, but underestimate how much they can accomplish in three years. And many of my clients, myself included, have been doing these kind of processes for years and can look back on the mental rehearsals from three years ago and be shocked to see how closely it came to their mental rehearsal. So don't underestimate the power of your mind. What happens is most people give away the sovereignty of their mind to marketers, <laughs> to what other people are telling them, 
to the news and are being led to think and see the world in certain ways, but it's your choice and what you focus on grows. So be careful how you focus your attention. Don't beat yourself up if you find yourself ruminating or looping about something negative, you know, judging someone, judging yourself, complaining about some aspect of your life. All you do is just see if you can do something about it to turn it around, you know, pay attention if there's something to change and take action if you can. If you can't, then just focus your mind on what you do want and that will magnetize it to you. It's also good to state some evolvement statements. These are different from affirmations. Affirmations are, I am healthy, wealthy, and wise. Now, if you are unhealthy, making unwise decisions and not very wealthy, you'll get into this inner conflict because your conscious mind will go, I don't think so. But if you make an evolvement statement, it's like you're on the path to. So you can use evolutionary statements in two ways. One, you can always do a few, say five that you're working on in your meditation every day. So you just start with every day in every way, and you can choose five areas of life, such as I'm getting healthier. Every day in every way, I'm getting wealthier. Every day in every way, I'm deepening my spiritual connection. Every day in every way, I'm forgiving myself more and more. That's a popular one. Every day in every way, I'm eating a more healthy diet. <laughs> Whatever you wanna work on. And if you write them out, that way you don't have to be trying to remember them. So you can see them in front of you and you can read them before you go to bed and during your day. And the other way you can use them is if you catch yourself ruminating in a negative way. For example, if you hear yourself saying, I think I'm getting sick, what you want to do is every day in every way I'm getting healthier. And in that way, you're telling your immune system to dial itself up people completely underestimate the power of their mind. <laughs> you know, I never used to get sick being around other people who were sick. And then I always remember the first time I was hanging out with a friend who was sneezing and coughing next to me. And she said, oh, you shouldn't sit next to me because you're going to get my cold. And I thought, why would I get your cold? <laughs> but sure enough, I got the cold. Now you might say that was just by chance, I never caught someone's cold before, or there could be a whole belief involved there, right? If you feel that you're immune to illnesses and pollutants, it, you're going to have a stronger immune response. And if you think and you worry that you're going to get sick from environmental pollutants or viruses that are going around. Now, it's hard to just will yourself, oh, I'm not going to get sick. But if you just do this progressive statement every day in every way I'm getting healthier, it's very powerful. I know people who say every day in every way I'm getting more youthful. And then they save themselves lots of money on Botox or whatever they might use to youthify themselves. A really important one is to do every day in every way I'm loving myself more and more because even people who think they have high self-esteem, I've noticed over the years of coaching some of the most successful people in the world is 
everyone just seems to have some self-esteem issues. It's something about the way most children are raised in our culture is to be very self-critical. And if you're criticizing yourself, you're actually dialing down on your capacities. If you talk well to yourself, <laughs> accomplishments and appreciate yourself regularly, it creates a foundation, as we talked about in the gratitude section, gratitude towards yourself creates a very strong foundation from which you can live a much more fulfilling life. And people don't realize that. So one thing that can really help is to every day in every way, I'm being more loving to myself. So that might include self-taught, but it might also include a whole bunch of other things like exercising, eating the right diet, getting enough sleep, right? A lot of these self-care things or lack of self-care often comes from low self-esteem. I mean, we have all these excuses why, well, I, I just need to live this way because of external circumstances, but often it comes from wanting to numb ourselves out from uncomfortable feelings. And we talked about that in part one, to just be with the uncomfortable feelings and they will bubble up and go away. And the other reason is just because it's almost like a punishment of the self and you can retrain yourself in that way. And then you might make better choices about who you spend your time with, how confidently you come across in an interview, how well you dress, how well you stand, right? You can tell somebody with low self-esteem because they tend to cave their chest in, maybe hunch over a little bit. So I've seen that just all they did was every day in every way, I'm being more loving to myself. And you see them the next time and they're sitting up straight, they're smiling more, they just inhabit themselves more, believe in themselves. And uh, we wanna work with people, hire people, follow people who believe in themselves, right? And you tend not to want to associate with people who don't. So it's just like a one-stop shop for a lot of good things. So part five, all those intention settings, a mental rehearsal of your day, a mental rehearsal of three years from now, and then a few of those progressive statements and you're done. That can take one minute or longer, the more detail you put into your mental rehearsals, the better. And create the life that you want. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, be sure to subscribe so you hear about other episodes. And for more information on our free offerings, upcoming events, and online courses, go to www.mindstoryacademy.com. And for more information on booking live or online speaking engagements or getting private coaching or consulting, go to www.artistryofchange.com. Thanks for listening.